Yes. Yes, they do. They have oaths of offices. But before we entertain that, apparently a lot of people don't even understand the, the power or how to use an oath of office. A lot of people hear people talk about, you know, asking municipal employees, did you swear an oath to the Constitution, this and that? And nonetheless, when that municipal security guard end up, you know, suing you and throwing you into that municipal venue, and it's time for you to put your brief in, whether verbally or in written version. That thing you've been talking about, did you swear an oath, did you swear an oath? You don't really bring it into the equation. You don't bring it into the equation through judicial notice. Usually on a state or a county level, you can find that much easier. But once you begin to deal with federal cases, you start to realize that they do a much more excellent job at preserving that oath of office itself then you will look for it and look for it and you will not find it some cases you will most cases you won't but before we go there just know that when you bring anything in into any court case the purpose is the intent of proven things beyond reasonable doubt you say they're bound by the Constitution. Well, where's the proof of it? The proof is their oath of office. Bring a copy of it in and be a party to it. By making reference to it, if you want to accept it, yes, accept it. But just put it on his face right there on a piece of paper and make reference to the fact that they're bound by it and you have a, a great expectation for them to uphold it unequivocally. Otherwise, everything else is deemed as them acting in their personal capacity. If they don't follow it, as they've signed on to it, then it's reasonable and equitable to conclude that anything outside of that oath of office that I have put into material fact, A1 or whatever it is, if you do anything contrary to your contract, then you've opened up the door to personal liability. Bring that in actually on its face. Take an image of that oath of office, scan it, whatever it is, and just mark it as some type of exhibit and put it in the case and put your condition to it. On a federal level, if you can't find it, simple. There's a public act that was passed by the 80th Congress, second session, June 25th, 1948. It has a lot of important things in it. One of the things is the fact that courts would always be open, which is in section 452. So independent of any supposition of any public pandemic, whatever it is they want to say is going on, these substantive laws still exist. And this is in accordance to the Constitution. Some state constitutions will let you know directly. Others, not so much. Well, here's a public act according to the Congress of the United States that's saying that courts would always be open, but that's not what we're looking at. What we're looking at, though, is the oath of justice and just and judges which is right after that just section 453 again this is passed by the 80th Congress 80th Congress second session section 453 yeah it defines the court to the United States 
So put that to use as needed, but the main focus here is this. See this verbiage right here? The fact that it is in a, it is in a public law is admissible evidence because that is the law that Congress has passed. If you look at the United States Constitution compared to the state constitutions, the United States Constitution will constantly use a verbiage, Congress shall, Congress shall not. Congress shall, Congress shall not. Well, the Congress is part of the legislative department of the government. They make the law. And the judicial department is bound by it too. Sure, they can make things that people loosely refer to as judge-made law, but in truth, it's not necessarily judge-made law. It's more so decisions that's based on efficiency of enforcing laws that already exist. Because they're still bound by, they, they don't have the power to make laws. They can do things in a manner that's in a harmonious with the law. If there's any vagueness to it, then they can extend it and basically interpret it. But nonetheless, they're bound by what the Congress decides. And according to the Constitution, Congress made a law whereby all justice and judges, remember this is regarding the United States courts here we're talking about defines it tells you that it defines what the United States the courts of the United States is and this is and within the statutized version it's under 28 28 USC and 28 USC governs the judicial aspect so you can't find the actual oath of office of that judge say judge Brandon Wells, where Brandon Wells says, I do something swear, blah, 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 that blah, 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 and then there's signature to it. Well, simple as that. Make reference to this specific part of the law and take this verbiage where it says section 453 oath of justice and judges. It's justice or judge of the United States shall take the following oath or affirmations before performing the duties of his office. I dash do solemnly swear or affirm that I will administrate administer justice without respect to persons and do equal right to the poor and the rich, and that I will faithfully and impartially discharge and perform all the duties incumbent upon me as dash according to the best of my abilities and understanding, agreeably to the Constitution and laws of the United States. So help me God, if you're in federal jurisdiction, then they're using the Constitution of the United States. And the laws of the United States includes whatever other preceding bodies of agreements between any body politic in the United States also. Treaties, other parliamentary laws, and international laws and whatnot. And other other treaties within the the respective jurisdiction in the Americas, whether it be New England or or New Spain, all that, all those places, the old Spanish jurisdictions, Texas, Florida, all that, all those treaties applies. But unless what you would do is you would take this specific part, you would take this specific law, you would get a specific version, I mean a certified copy of it, then take a snippet of this specific part, make reference to it, and then name Brandon Wells. Brandon Wells is just an example, supposition that that's the name of the acting judge here in whatever federal case that you for whatever reason find yourself in, whether I, as a defendant or a plaintiff. 
you would take this specific part, mark it as an exhibit, material fact, material evidence, whatever you want to do, however it is that your spirit tells you to do it. Mark it as evidence and then say that Brandon Wells, according to you make reference to this part of the Congress and the public law equivalent to it, you accept his oath in accordance to law. And it is reasonable that he's bound by this because this governs the courts of the United States and it defines district courts and the district court of the United States and most federal courts are in fact referred to as district courts. Not all of them, but most of them are referred to as district courts. And if you're under the district or division of any federal court, they are most likely district courts. So even if it's not, then they're under the courts of the United States. According to this definition, read it. It tells you. It gives you the definition. It gives you the definition of what a judge is, what a justice is. It gives you the name of the department, agency, all that. Put it up there. Attach his name to it and say, well, even though you don't have a signed one, nonetheless, I bring this law into evidence according to the constitution and judicial notice if you want you can make reference to the federal rules of evidence regarding mandatory judicial notice but if you can put this on the record then this creates the presumption and the preponderance of evidence that he or she is bound by an oath to the constitution they can hide their signed oath all they want you bring the law in and you make that according to yours don't run away from these things. There are many things that favor you out here. Don't be gung-ho. Don't just regurgitate what somebody tells you, but find the appropriate laws and just put it to use. And this is one of it.